All right, everybody, welcome. Week nine, leap into the week. Let me tell you what, if you have not joined us for the last eight weeks, make sure you go back, check out weeks one through eight. We are week nine right now with no other than Mr. Patrick Fingle, CEO over at Leap. What's going on, brother? I'm doing well, man. How you been? Now, doing well, doing well. It's good to see you again and uh, have another conversation here. So, folks, if you're just joining us, what we try to do here is uh, give you some positive knowledge heading into the work week. Um, stuff that you may want to know, questions you might have for a successful CEO out there in the contracting world doing it every single day. And that's how we're talking to Patrick. And today I'm telling you what, man, a topic that a lot of CEOs and entrepreneurs have to deal with, brother, and that is putting out fires every single day. It feels like constantly you may be trying to run your business, but you've got those things that are coming at you and coming at you, and it prevents you from maybe getting to that optimum level that you want to be at. I want to know from you, man, first question is, how do you, I mean, this is more generic, but you're, you've got your plan for the day, or maybe you've got things that you've got to get accomplished. Could be family, friends, it could be personal, professional. And all of a sudden, 7.30 in the morning, suddenly gets thrown on your plate. What goes through Patrick Fingal's head as you deal with these problems and these unforeseen circumstances, brother? So first and foremost, listen, man, people always want to prevent problems, but problems are unpreventable. I call them happenings. There was a couple episodes back that we talked about this. The context in the world around problems is they shouldn't be. And when something shouldn't be or shouldn't happen, that doesn't put you in a good mental state to deal with it. Problems should happen every day. Man, we're running roofing companies, window companies, solar companies. I mean, those are complex companies, right? There's going to be breakdowns. Things are going to happen, right? So you have to be mentally prepared to deal with that. So get rid of the word problems. You, you're a business owner. You wake up every day. You're going to deal with what comes at you. Right. Uh, some of the things are going to be planned. Some of the things are going to be unplanned. Either way, you're going to take care of them. So first, dispel the notion that a problem shouldn't happen. It should happen. And so I refer to them as happenings, you know, uh, because it's just it's something that happened. And so I'm going to deal with it. But these unplanned happenings, as I call them, unplanned happenings. You know, how do we prevent unplanned things from coming into our day so that we can be more structured? Man, you got to like do the therapy thing where you're like laying on the sofa and you're like talking to your therapist and you're like, you say to your therapist, you're like, man, I don't know. I just don't feel confident lately. And the therapist says, why don't you feel confident lately? And you're like, what, what are you talking about? You know, it's just like, they just keep saying, why, why, why? <laughs> think about putting out fires and you think about a business owner that's trapped in everything. You just have to keep asking the question why until you get to something tactical. I'll give you an example. Oh, man, my, this employee called out again. You know, I always have these problems with these employees calling out. Okay, why? Oh, well, you know, we shouldn't hire this employee or yada, yada, yada. Okay, why'd you hire him? Uh, well, it's really hard to find good people right now. Okay, why? And you just keep going down until you get to a place where a business owner will actually drill down and say, I'm not allocating enough time in the day for recruiting. And I don't know how to use LinkedIn. That's my problem. It's not the result of the problem, right? Or the thing. It's, it's typically your, your problem is not the problem. That's the result of the real problem. The real problem in that example is you don't have time to hire and you don't know how to use LinkedIn. If you allocate time to that and you learn how to use LinkedIn or you hire a recruiter or whatever you're going to do, then you can have more candidates and then you don't have to be complacent to employee issues or something like that. Right. And that's just an example. 
And that goes mm -hmm. on and on production or sales or my sales guys are constantly underselling the job or my production people are ordering the wrong materials or customers are constantly complaining. Why? And then normally you have to ask yourself why maybe five or six times, believe it or not, to get down to a factual, tangible, resolvable issue that you can control. And then your, your, your unplanned happenings will start to fade away. When we mentioned these unplanned happenings, I want to kind of dive back into something you said a minute ago, Patrick. How much of an unplanned happening is a result oftentimes of the process not being in place as opposed to just it should happen within the day? I guess what I'm trying to say is as a business owner who may be listening to this, is there a certain point where you're like, hey, man, this is happening over and over again. It's not as much unplanned as I can almost foresee there's going to be a problem at this point. I should address this with the process that I have in place and I have it. Is there a point right. right there where you've got to make that distinction? Yeah. Um, and I think most business owners know what it is. I think, you know, focusing on granular, really granular, small issues. You know, we did a, you know, we did a conversation around um, production and, and sales or operations and go to market and sales. And I remember in that there was, there was a very common place for, cross-functional breakdown and problems uh, that, you know, I'm a production manager, you know, maybe the salesperson didn't do something or, or vice versa. Um, you know, and we talked about, no, it's not a problem because it happens and you fix it and you just move on. It's customer service. That's going to just going to be part of the, the ebbs and flows of it. Now, if there's something that's like a major bottleneck, like, oh, you know, you don't have, you don't have handwritten contracts. I mean, you don't have contracts. Uh, you know, your, your work orders are, you know, I'm going to an extreme, but your work orders are just a conversation between the sales rep and the, the customer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now that my production, now my production person doesn't know what to install. All right. Well, like any business owner worth the salt, be like, all right, well, that's a problem. Let's start writing things down. Right. Let's get the homeowner to sign it. And then we give that over to the production person so they know what they're doing. So look, I, I, there, is there like a, a key, like 50, 50, like, you know, 50% of your unplanned problems are, should be not happening or unplanned happening, you know, and then the other 50% are just, they're always going to be there. I think you have to take your day back, you know? Um, so like if you're literally putting out fires, like I hear people say this all the time, especially business owners, man, I'd spend my whole day putting out fires. Okay. That's too much. Take two hours of your day back. Take three hours of your day back, you know, put those fires into buckets. Majority of my fires come from customer service issues. Okay, great. Why? Number one thing is installers aren't showing up to the day install. Okay, why? Yeah. Uh, you know, they're just unreliable. I can't give them enough work, um, you know, so we don't use them every day. So maybe they're going to other jobs or prioritizing other work. Okay, why? Well, we don't have enough jobs. Okay, you have too many installers. Pick two. Like, you know, well, we're thinking about maybe we might grow and then we like to have those installers. All right, well, you can solve that problem when it's consuming 30% of your day. Right now, the problem that's consuming 30% of your day, you got too many installers. So you just, you know, take the biggest blocks back, you know? Yes. And I don't, so I don't think you get to a place where you stop because I think it's cyclical. Then, you know, when you do that, let's create, bring that problem back. Hey, you freed up some of your day. Now you start working on the business. Now more leads start coming in. Guess what? Now you don't have enough installers. And that represents, you know, your biggest bucket now, your biggest, you know, your biggest thing. So 
you know, then you start tackling. I need to find installers. I got to carve some time out of my day to find installers, right? And then you bring them back. So these are all scenarios, but I don't think there's like a hard and fast rule. So let's talk. We, we talk about the unplanned happenings, asking the question why. The last thing I want to dive into here when it comes to these fires is oftentimes interpersonal conflict, Patrick. You know, you see this big time. I, I know I do with egos. Um, get, they can get in the way big time. You've got certain people in organizations like yours, perhaps, that are, are trying to move up the ladder. Uh, I think contractors see this as they grow. You maybe have an individual that's trying to come to a position over here, another person who's trying to, you know, be the bigger swing and whatever over here. Man, when you see interpersonal conflict, because I know there's going to be an entrepreneur who's watching this in his car, listening to on the way to work, he's going to deal with interpersonal conflict in his business today. How, when that conflict comes to your desk, man, if it gets to that level, are you addressing it there with your people, with your leaders within your company? Yeah. The biggest way to address personal employee conflict is for you to work with the individual employee that has the conflict with the other employee and don't work on conflict resolution. Work on why the conflict exists. And majority of the time, the conflict exists because it comes down to some human element. So maybe it could be Mike's, you know, Mike just doesn't, it starts with like, Mike doesn't care. And he throws his stuff across the fence. Like, yeah, really? You think Mike doesn't care? Well, well, Mike just doesn't have the time to do it right. He doesn't prioritize. All right. What was Mike, you know, and it, and it comes down to this kind of human element where, you know, Mike's just a little ADD, mm. you know, or Mike's, Mike's kind. He's nice, you know, you know, uh, but he's just, he's just not diligent. That's just Mike's personal flaw. And so when you start looking at people as people, you know, you start to understand them. We do this in our own families. We, we, we accept our differences within our circles all the time. It's very hard in, in a professional atmosphere to do it. You expect your counterparts to just deliver. You don't expect them to be human. So a lot of times the way I deal with it is, you know, if, if we understand that person, then we say, hey, that's just, it, it's, it's kind of who they are. Not to be confused with complacency. Sometimes there's, you know, an unplanned happening that's, and you need process or you need operations. Maybe you got to replace the person. But if you're like, man, I got two good people. They're having a hard time working together. Typically relatedness. And that they're just not looking at each other as people. And they're looking at each other as a responsibility to one another. Only. Uh-huh. Only. You know, um, yes, you have a responsibility to one another, but you're also people. You know, so we folks, do that. We'll in our, we'll do it. This. this is some great stuff right here. The notes I'm going to take away from this when it comes to problems, fires, unforeseen circumstances, and what we're going to call unplanned happenings, Patrick, is I love to ask the question why until you solve the problem or the happening. Understand they are unplanned happenings. Understand the person first and look at each other as people, um, not as positions per se, uh, not as, you know, just something that you're in line here. This is where I fall into this cog and this wheel of where things are at, but look at each other as people. I think that would solve a lot of the problems, man. I appreciate it. We'll be back next week, everybody. Week 10 will be what I call playing business. I got this term from Patrick himself a couple of weeks ago, so I'm stealing it away from him. We're doing a topic about it. That'll be next week on week 10, everybody, of Leap into the Week. Have a great week ahead and uh, make it a good one. Thank you.